0: on in, come on in. Welcome to another episode of the carrot juice podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. I'm going to keep this content coming. If you are watching this on YouTube, which I highly recommend because we have a deep and important conversation for you guys today, make sure that you like the video for the YouTube algorithm. It really helps out and I'm not going to even ask you to subscribe yet. If you enjoy the content and you want more content like this, then go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. So anytime I post, you get an update. So if you already don't know who I am, my name is Monte Lee. I am the host of this podcast here. Here at Juice, we have conversations about a lot of topics, anything that's going on that I find interesting in popular culture. We talk about finances. We talk about personal development. We talk about ratchetness that's happening in the world today. And we also talk about important things when it comes to the community and making sure that we protect people who don't have a voice. And today is a very important conversation. You guys saw that title. You saw the thumbnail. If you're watching this on YouTube we are talking about the controversy revolving around Glendon Cameron. Okay, so a little preface to this. I don't know much about this man. I never heard about him until this story came out. And he recently had a conversation with none other than the lead attorney on his platform And you should check out the lead attorney on YouTube, you should check out Anton Daniels on YouTube. And if you want, you could check out Glendon Cameron on YouTube as well. Um, But the lead attorney had these two gentlemen on and we'll talk a little bit more about them. I'm going to start with giving you a little preface on who Glendon Cameron is from what I found when I went onto the internet here uh, shortly. And I'm just going to give a brief rundown according to what it was shown on Wikipedia. So this is Glendon Cameron right here in the top left. According to this link that I found here, because apparently he's an author. Glendon Cameron is an author, YouTuber and entrepreneur with over 17 years of experience ranging from business development, digital marketing, outside sales, and being a founder. For the last seven years, he has educated and entertained a growing following on his YouTube channel, Hustlers Kung Fu with over 1400 videos with a heavy concentration of how to make money online. So that's a brief synopsis of Glendon Cameron. I also want to give you guys an idea of who Anton Daniels is. If you're familiar with YouTube, you know who he is. He's another millionaire. And Anton Daniels, this is his uh, background here. So Anton Daniels, Daniels has a net worth of about $2.1 million as of 2021. He is an American YouTuber, he uploads lifestyle related videos today in this article. You can know what his net worth is, it goes on. So he is a YouTuber. He talks about finances, about money, about self development. He's a very influential person. And he's been married for, I believe over 20 years. He is very conservative. He talks about, um, traditional values and morality. So that's a bit of a background behind Anton Daniels. Okay. So why am I bringing up these two gentlemen? Because like I said before, they had a conversation on the lead attorney when they spoke about Glendon's recent video regarding his dealings with young women. Now I did not watch that video yet and I'm not going to play it here on my YouTube channel because apparently it's very salacious and he gets into some vulgarities there and I did not want to have that on my platform. However, the gist of it is Glendon said, that he had sexual relations with a 17 year old girl. And he also stated that he had um, text conversations with a 15 year old and they exchanged uh, messages back and forth. She sent him nude photos. And then after the fact, once he found out her age, he deleted the information. There's more in there in that video, but that's the gist of what I got. So that's the preface to this conversation. In this conversation, Anton is from a converging point of view, then Glendon and the lead attorney is moderating. Okay, I'm going to give my thoughts on this situation, but I am going to be reacting to this conversation because there is a lot here. And I have a lot to say about what we can do to protect the innocent moving forward from people who are getting by and getting away with manipulating the system and harming innocent people, especially innocent young women. Okay, so that's the preface of this conversation. I'm going to let this play, I'm going to drop the link to this video in the description. And you guys can see it in its entirety for yourself. I'm just going to be playing the conversation between the two millionaires here, Glendon Cameron, who's on the left, and Anton Daniels, who's on your right. So let's get into this and let this play.
1: Much you guys for for joining the stream. I really, really appreciate it. Um hope you kind of get some com- <laughs> some common ground. I don't know if that's possible because... You guys seem to be on the extreme of a lot of different, a lot of different angles, right? But I wanted I want us to talk to see kind of where, kind of what happened, and kind of where where we are, and to clear up a lot of misunderstanding. I know I saw a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, Glendon's having sex with fifteen-year-olds, right? And to be fair, that is not what. That's not what you said Glendon in the videos, right? I
2: thank you for saying that because I've been seeing that quite a bit. I've been seeing that extrapolation. And also I wanna say, you know, I, I love your content and I thank you for sending me this invite because I've been seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I want to go ahead and clarify why there are so many people rocking with me because people are mad at the folks who are supporting me. In this, uh, I don't know when you joined YouTube, but years ago, I had three male channels called Disruptive Mail, where I was talking about male content and these type of explicit stuff. And a lot of people loved them. And then, you know, I got a little carried away and I was like, you know what? I'm not actually giving the guys the stuff that they need. So I deleted the channels. So there are people who are very familiar with me in the manosphere. And this is why Alan Roger Curry, this is why Edward Anderson, this is why people are rocking with me because I put this content out for years and this never was part of it. This was a part of a strategy, which many people will disagree with me, I think is working very fine to launch the new male channel, the Lost Kings, because I want to separate myself from other male content creators. And,
1: you know, let me not to interrupt you, but. So you're saying that this this um the video that you that you put out first when you were in your your car that was part of a strategy to launch your your channel?
2: Yes, it's a month old. Okay. And part of this is like one of the big things is with YouTube shock and awe works. And actually <clears throat> I am really surprised that it, the blowback wasn't as bad as i I thought it was going to be worse to be honest with you and it really wasn't and uh people have been saying all kinds of stuff like my age and this stuff happened like twenty years ago. this is what's funny people act like I was at some high school with lollipops and soda pops seducing young girls and that wasn't the and that wasn't the case at all but these things did happen. But the ages, because like, I don't know if you got that thing I sent you earlier. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it because I don't know if you are in your show. But I used to do something called Craigslist Protocols. And I'll, I'll explain all that. I used to have a business called the Upscale Garage Sale. And I used to use Craigslist for advertising. And I know this, I would have NBA players. I had really hot chicks coming in from my Craigslist ads. And at the time, Craigslist had a section called a dating section and I started writing content for these ads and in the beginning it was horrible because I wasn't getting any results but I stuck with it and I stuck with it and I stuck with it and I, I kind of tapped into something and I would get response I'll be right back
1: mate from, I'm sorry. Right, keep uh, I'll be right i sorry I would
2: get responses okay. from high school girls every day and this is the thing and this is what's funny 99.9% of them I ignored because you know the average high school girl looks like a high school girl. A lot of them are not developed, a lot of them don't look like women. So I was had no interest in them.
1: Let but, me just jump in right quick. What what was the text of these um of these ads? What did they say? Um this is
2: when if you know I'm you say, you say, into your, some the wild lead attorney, shit, and attorney makes cool, uh, great questions. Mm-hmm. And I kind of toyed around with uh, the content marketing and what I found was long form ads worked really, really well. And it was just talking about what I would do, what was on the table, the activities. I'm not going to get explicit on your show, but I spelled out in detail what I would do, and what I would not do. And a lot of women started responding like 10, 15 a day seven days a week. And part so, of that
1: was, okay, so was this for, these were ads for sexual activity. Is that yes. right? Okay. Yes. And was compensation included or why would women respond to a, a ad, just a random ad? Great question.
2: Great, great question. What I tapped into was the female submission story. There was no competition. There was no compensation. There was no dating. They would strictly just show up in my place and have sex. And this went on for about 10 years. 10, I start tamping it down. Let's say 15 years, but 10 years hard. And then 15 years, I kind
0: of backed away from a lot of that stuff. My question just from like where we are so far with this situation is why is this guy sharing all of this information from the get go? What is his end goal? What is he trying to do? He's already successful. He has a lot of money. Why is he sharing this information from his past so nonchalantly? Why is he so emboldened to just be able to speak about this information which is already pretty damning. I'm going to give, I'm going to listen to some more of it, but it's very strange that he has so much confidence that he's on YouTube here in America, clearly stating that he was, I'm not going to get too far into it. Let's listen to some more. Let's listen to some more. But that was the gist of it i
2: mean it literally changed my life and i thought the launching of the lost kings because you know i started making content about a month ago and i was like i have been the target of so many youtube hate campaigns and none of them been anything that i've done and i was like you know what i'm going to throw some raw meat out there for the dogs because i've seen you know like uh I've been reading the comments and stuff and, you know, people want me buried under the jail and people want me, you know, I think you did a real good job saying that ain't nothing going to happen to me because number one, this isn't current activity. And number two, when it was happening, it was never illegal. I never had sex with a 15 year old girl. I never even had sex with a 16 year old girl. But part of the thing is, I know y'all may disagree with me, but I feel that the social media experiment worked really well and because I'm getting more and more subscribers. I'm having all kinds of content creators making crazy videos. Some people can't even pronounce my name. It, it's it's wild. And I feel that this is And it's strange. He's talking about down, subscribers at thinking a situation this is going like go this. On what end of the October, but I don't think it's going to go on that long. I don't really think it's going to go on that long. What's the experiment yeah. part?
1: Yeah, Anton. Exactly. Why don't you give us kind of your your initial view well, on this? Your initial take. I will
2: answer the the, the experiment. Mm-hmm. Was the actual video? YouTubers are known for faking stuff and putting out stuff that isn't real. This is this is this has been YouTube since YouTube started. So I went ahead and I put up a video that was talking about some very saucy stuff, and it started performing, and then. I feel that your video helped propel it. The video isn't going to go viral. I already can tell that. It's at like 5,400 views. And part of it is to set the brand and to build a community the way that I want to build a community. I don't want weak, crazy, weak. Um, let me say it. I want people who will be committed to personal change. And if I could put up a video like that, and I can get subscribers. I'm getting the right kind of subscribers. I'm getting the right kind of people that I want.
0: And let's stop him right there. Did you guys just hear what he just said? He put up a video talking about exploits that he had with an underage woman girl. And he called it an experiment and he's talking about how he wanted to get the right people in his community. What does that sound like to you guys? What does that sound like to you? I'll give you your chance to to form your own opinion. He's doing this right in the open on YouTube. I put out the video as an experiment because I wanted to get some traction and get some exposure in so many words to get the right community. What does that sound like to you? You can't be serious right now. What are we even talking about here? This guy, the amount of money that he's had has allowed him to get very comfortable with what he's been doing in this world and online. And he has some business savvy, obviously, but this ain't, you know, what we talk about here on carriage Juice podcast. He ain't got no common sense. He ain't got no common sense. If he's live on YouTube talking about this, but Hey, I'm glad he's talking about this because he's exposing himself. He is clearly exposing himself. But let's let's continue with uh the content here. I just wanted to interject. Um
2: by the day after I put it up, I was like, Anton's gonna make a live stream of this. And you sure did. I Cap. knew that. Was
3: you, so you capping so hard, you capping so hard, bro. Yeah. You did not play chess and thinking that I was going to make a, a video of you. All right, Lee. So this is really what's going on. Okay, you know, and I'm glad that he right here, because you know me, I like to say stuff straight to people's face. Yeah. The thing that really happened was he was clout chasing, number one, right? He was, he, he'd was been clout chasing since the very, very beginning of me even noticing who he is. He's tagging me in videos. Oh, I tagged you in one video. I tagged you he's in tag, one video. He's, tag, he's one tagging video. me in videos. He's reaching out or whatever because I'm hot. I'm hotter than fish grease, and it just is what it is. And everybody know I'm hot, right? So he's Once tagging in videos. I didn't interrupt you at one time. I didn't interrupt you one time. Yeah. I, I want to reach through the through the screen and just grab that ugly, stupid, no, 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 big lips that he got. Listen, 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 but listen, listen, I, I ain't interrupting one
1: time, listen, bro. You're right. You're right that you didn't interrupt him. So he didn't interrupt you, Glenna. So 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 let, let him let him let him let him talk. And then you can, have, I'm going to give you a chance to respond, of course, of course, right? But yeah, go, go ahead, Anton.
3: So he's tagging me in videos. I don't even know who this guy is. Not even a little bit, right? I don't even know how he know me. I've been on YouTube for over eight years. Apparently, he's been over on for even longer. Cool, whatever. He in his section, I'm in my section, right? So he's tagging me in videos. So as usual, when people tag me in videos, I go and see what it is that they're talking about. I don't disagree with what he's saying from a business perspective, right? He doing reactions. Cool. I don't care. We all content creators. We all rock out. It is what it is. Right. So then I do some research and I don't necessarily agree with the way in which he go about living his life. But I didn't see anything crazy. And so my thing was I made a reaction video actually bigging him up, saying that, yo, I actually agree with him from a business perspective. And I don't argue with millionaires. Right. He's a millionaire. I take his word for it, whatever. And I didn't do extensive research, but clearly he knows business, right? I'm objective in that. I'm able to separate the person from the content. You know what I'm saying? The the sin from the center, whatever, figuratively speaking. So I'm like, okay, cool. He dope, you know what I'm saying? He knows what he's talking about from a business perspective. I actually align with some of the things that he's saying. It is what it is, right? And I said, okay, so I'm gonna reach out to this guy because he had actually did some more reaction, or he mentioned me in some other stuff. He re- he re- replied to the video where I got my corporate executive position and all of that other type of stuff, right? And so I said, okay, well I'm gonna reach out to him, but something just kept coming up every single time I went to go re- reach out to him. So, and this is the God's honest truth. So I'm praying. To, uh, what is it? Two days ago, something like that. I get up. I tell people my, what my routine is. I get up. I pray, um, meditate, talk to God, whatever. So on and so forth. And I go to reach out to him and I look in my inbox and I see a a thing with a message that says Glendon Cameron at the top of it. And so I'm like, hmm, this must be a representative of his or whatever, but I was just going to reach out to him this morning. And so they sent me the video. And so I go and check out the video and I see it. And so the thing about it that I'm trying to I'm trying to make sense in my mind is how is it a how is it a social media experiment experiment when you mm-hmm. in the second video first of all it's coming out of your mouth one of the things that he said in his reaction video is if if i was anton or what anton should have did was reach out to me mm-hmm. and say is it true it's coming out of your mouth if it was somebody that was accusing you of it or it was an allegation that's one thing but if you're the one that's saying it and admitting to it and champion it and go into it in great detail, why wouldn't I assume that you're telling the truth?
1: Mm-hmm. You
3: see what I'm saying? So that that's A. B, why would I even want a clout chase like that? Why would I want that type of attention? With great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And if we're supposed to use our platform to empower people, because one of the things and one of the reasons why I was reaching out to him to rock with him is because he was actually helping people from a business perspective. And that's who I align with. If I'm reaching out because you're actually pouring into people, right? And, and he know he's watched my video. He knows that I rock with character, that I don't do business with everybody. I've always said that I only rock with people based off of, uh, based, I only do business with people based off of having good character along with it. I've literally divested myself from looking at even race as a factor. It's only based off of good character he says it out of his own mouth in his follow-up video he says it's true he also admits to receiving pictures from a 15 year old
1: right go, let's go point by point because i don't want to i don't want to overwhelm mm. you know, but but I, I see what you're saying and and to Glendon, to be honest i had a, i had questions about the experiment thing too you know, it seems to me that people run experiments to find out knowledge right that's the purpose of an experiment You have a question Mm -hmm. and you're trying to find an answer and so you know you're running experiment on gravity let's say but once you figure out how gravity works you kind of move on none of us need to to run experiments on you know if you drop a tennis ball is it going to hit the ground and so what was weird to me is that you were saying on the one hand that you were running experiments to kind of see what would happen and but it seems to me that the knowledge was already there now Let's just kind of break it down. You you can say, well, I'm running experiments on two th- one or two things, or maybe both. I'm running an experiment on how Anton will react, and I'm running an experiment on how what will happen with the algorithm. All right. Me, so, uh, but let me just let me just finish, and I, I want you to I want you to to yeah, I want to hear your your response. If you're running an experiment on how Anton will react, to me that doesn't make sense at all because. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that based on your first video, Anton's going to flip,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If you run an experiment on how the lead attorney is going to react, that's a question, right? Or if you run an experiment on how, you know, Edward Anderson is going to react, that's a question. But everyone knows from, from the, the stance that Anton takes regarding righteousness, regarding religion, regarding premarital sex, right, regarding even courting, everyone knows that this, if anybody's going to flip, it's going to be Anton. Like, there was no reason to run an experiment on, on that because everyone knows how he was going to react. And you said it multiple times in the second video that you knew how he was going to react. So there's no reason to run, uh, uh, and we all we all know that Anton is not going to accept it, anything, really. In that first video, if anybody's nope. not going to accept it, it's going to be him. So you say, nope. well, okay, I wasn't running the experiment on Anton because I already knew he was going to flip. I'm running the experiment to see what's going to happen on, you know, how the how the algorithm is going kind of going to going to react, right? But then again, you know, if I run that experiment, I can run it because I had a thousand subscribers in January. Right. So I've got a few more now, but my my trajectory on YouTube has not been that long. There are things that I'm still learning about YouTube. Mm -hmm. You, though, you've been on YouTube, I think you said 12 years. So there is no one who knows more about how this your video is going to what your video is going to cause more than you. Like It's not an experiment if you know Mm -hmm. what's going to happen at the end of the experiment. Do You see what I'm saying? So I all didn't right. yeah go ahead all right. I, I First just didn't of just did
2: see a, mm-hmm. Okay, no, I understand. First of all, I didn't run an experiment on Anton. That was just like after I dropped the video, I was like cuz I was seeing how the moves Anton was making. I was like he's going to do a reaction video on that. And that's there was no experiment with Anton.
0: Listen. Listen guys. I'm gonna let this continue to play, it's gonna be a longer episode than I usually do. But I think this conversation is important because it's important for people who are stand up men, stand up citizens of society to call out when people are not in the best interest of the community. And I'm gonna let this play and I'm gonna give my thoughts on it. And I think this is an important conversation because I have sisters, I have a mom, I have females in my life who I really care about. And I don't want to see anyone crossing paths with someone with a mentality like this guy Glendon here. So we're going to let this play and we're going to react to it and we're going to get some value out of this conversation. Because I think it's important. If you guys don't already know what I do, I have a background. I have a, a social work degree, I also have a minor in communications. And I currently am a probation officer. So I'm familiar with the law, I supervise people. And I am familiar with people who perpetrate people who abuse people. And from my perspective. It is very important to call out and to speak about things that are a danger to the community. And that's what I'm doing here on this platform. And in this instance, we have our funds, we whip whoop, we talk about all different types of things going on in the world. We talk about female nature, we talk about personal development and growing and developing as a person. But if you can't call out when somebody is dead wrong in a situation, then you're a hypocrite. And I want people to hold me accountable if I'm not doing things correctly as well. So we're going to keep this conversation going. I just wanted to interject here. And we'll keep with it. Okay, you
1: know,
2: that was just part of the mix. And actually, Anton's video elevated that video. And also, this whole thing is like, YouTube is really, really crazy. You can put out a video and you can have an assumption how it's going to perform. But until you put that video out, you don't know how it's going to perform. And like I said, I've had people do four-hour live streams about me, talking about me. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try something a little risque. I'm going to put it out there. And I'm going to see. And the first few days, it really was nothing. Nothing. I said, okay, this is going to die. And then it started. um, Anton did his video. And then a whole bunch of other people did their videos. And the video is not going to go viral. It's not going to happen. And um, so I would consider it a static experiment. It's not like super successful because honestly, I thought there was going to be more blowback. I thought there was going to be more anger. I thought there was going to be more people with pitchforks coming after me. And actually I feel that this is pretty much going to die out by next Friday because that's the way it's trending. So that was one experiment because one of the things I wanted to do with this new male content is just separate myself from everyone else because there's a lot of male content channels out there. And I learned my
1: lesson. Not not to interrupt you, but just to be clear. He wants to separate himself from what? What What is he trying to separate himself from? That's what I need to know. That's what I need to know. What are you trying to separate yourself from? You didn't know if you would get more views?
0: What are you trying to separate yourself from? Yeah,
1: because like I said, I put out videos that shocked
2: me that did 100,000 views. And once again, like I said, my hopes was it would be more inflammatory, and it wasn't. So that's what I mean. Cause I was hoping that I knew it would be, I, once again, I'm not surprised by the blowback. I'm not surprised by the responses, but I felt that there would be even bigger blowback. I why there are would you be worried about views a in a situation like this when people are? So that's why I said I ran an experiment. Yes, I had a rightfully feeling that so get people upset alleging people that you mad, are a predator. People, you know, it was it's worried about it's a very cues. polarizing video, but uh, I did not know. To what extent it would go and once again, it's not performing like I thought it would and this but is the why would you
3: even want to do a video with me? If you know who I am if you know where I what I stand on and you know what my morals and my character is and you know what I what uh, how I move. Why mm-hmm. would you even be looking to do content with me in the first? Place? Okay,
2: first of all, I tagged you in one video. I did not reach out to you ever. I've not reached out to you ever and also that's a really good question because. You have a brand and your brand is the antithesis of my brand. So there was not going to be any collaborator. I didn't reach out to you. I wasn't planning on reaching out to so you. So you've been
3: capping in all of these videos up to this point. You literally kept saying, well, I, you know what? I got to reach out to Anton. I think we're going to do something together. Because you've said that in multiple videos after I've you tagged said that, me in the video.
2: I tagged you once. And yes, I did say that. And then later on, got I changed he. my mind and I stopped got doing he. that.
3: Oh, my God, bro. Right, Seriously, Glendon. On hold on, hold on, Lee. Hold on, hold on, Lee. Hold on, hold on, Lee. Seriously, Glendon. I mean, are are we going to be real? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to be 100? Mm-hmm. You're not you're not going to say you was looking for clout because in that video that you tagged me, you didn't just tag me. You tagged the lead attorney. You tagged a whole bunch of people. You was clout chasing. You was looking for more visibility from people that was hot at the time when you was once again, reaching. Once
2: again, I did tag you. I did tag the lead attorney. I tagged a few other people. And I was like, "This ain't really working," and I stopped doing it. Jesus Have I tagged God. you in the video recently? No, I haven't.
1: Now let, let me ask you: just You just did
3: me. a whole reaction video on me because you did a
2: not video this, about me. No no, 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 no,
3: no, not on this one. When I got the corporate executive position, you did a whole reaction video on me. The whole video was about me. What are you talking about? That is true. I did
2: that video, and once yeah. again, my feelings <laughs> changed
3: seriously seriously do you see why i say i have to pick and choose who i do business with bro because it ain't even just about whether or not we ain't even got to the thick of this right because it was some bad stuff in that video we ain't even got to the thick of it on the real but do you see why i say i have to get how i have to vet people because he not even being honest in his in his clout chasing like he not being honest in him reaching out he not being honest in everything that he's doing it's all cloaked in some kind of deviant behavior or some kind of underhanded move that he's trying to move. in. I don't rock with these type of people, bro. I preach it on a regular basis that you. you gotta be careful who you do business with because everybody that get money, his ability to get money, his talent, don't necessarily align with good character, bro. Right. It's so you.
0: unfortunate. Absolutely, that, know, absolutely. absolutely. Please, Let me that. I'm just
3: trying to be as respectful as possible. To you and I appreciate
0: that. that. Absolutely, guys. I am rocking 100% with what Anton is saying here, we're gonna keep going on and let Glendon speak for himself. However, this guy is tap dancing, he's calling what he's what he was talking about in that video, talking about having sex with a 17 year old girl, talking about getting uh suggestive pictures and messages from a 15 year old. And he's calling it an experiment. An experiment? Are you serious? So he's saying that he did all of this to get exposure for a channel and a community that he's trying to cultivate. What does that guy sound to you? so what does that sound like to you guys? This is not a game. I understand this is YouTube. I understand this is content. But there's a deeper underlying issue that we need to unravel here that's going on with people of influence. And we're not going to continue to allow it because if we sit idly by and let people like this man here get away with things like this and just continue to engage in this type of behavior, then we're no better than him, in my opinion. So I'm going to call this stuff to light and I'm gonna speak into light. And I'm, I'm rocking with Anton here with what he's saying It's like, what are we really talking about here, man? And they haven't even gotten to the thick of the conversation yet. We'll keep going on with the video.
1: I appreciate both of y'all being so patient. I really do. Um, and let me ask you this, Glendon, because this kind of comes up, too, and Anton is, is is hinting at it as well. This whole, let's call it, we'll call it an experiment in, in making a very polarizing video. Um, you have, I mean, to me, you have great, excellent, excellent content when it comes to business. And I can hear it. Now, you say stuff that I don't know all the time in your videos. Now, I'm not a businessman, right? But when I listen to your content, when I listen to Anton's content, I, I really learn. Also, you know, I could easily look up to you as a content creator because you have 100,000 subscribers. That's hard to get. And you might not know, but I'm trying to follow in the footsteps of our, of our boy, uh, O'Shea Duke Jackson. You know, we all rock with O'Shea, right? Yeah. And O'Shea put me on and he set an example for me of helping other people come up. And so I've I've started, you know, helping other people with their YouTube channels do you think like this is a this is the best way to, to grow a channel like why would you why would you choose this way to launch your channel to to, to do such a polarizing way involving children why, why do you think that was a good way mm-hmm. for all the young we have a lot of young content creators in the chat who look up to both of you both of y'all are extremely strong youtubers like why why, why is it this way involving uh, children and and kids why why is it like this once again, this this
2: is, you are relatively new to YouTube and you haven't seen old content. This isn't a radical departure from my older content. The only thing that was different what? was I dropped ages. And I've never done that before. I have put out that type of content on YouTube for 10 years. So this isn't a radical departure from what I'm doing. I just threw a little extra wrinkle in it.
1: Yeah, so, I guess I'm not asking. You're, you're saying this isn't, this isn't. Any change from what I've done in the past? How is this guy allowed to this, talk about it, stuff like this for a, ten years? It's, it's not a change. I'm not talking about change at all. I'm talking about why do it like this? And I'm pro free speech. A but come on, guys. polarizing issue with children. I just
2: chose that topic. I just chose it. And what? You know, we will see. About six months from now, was it really a bad decision or was it a good decision? So we will see. And how I do you determine what's
3: bad or good?
2: How the channel performs. All right, is it
3: how so you the only channel care performs. about the numbers? You literally only care about the channel numbers, the money, the whatever. You only the only no, thing that's no, that you no, determine determine no, whether it was no, bad or good. No, what about the no, What about the fact no, that you literally no. just gave a blueprint to predators? Absolutely you gave the predator blueprint. Yo, if they got good parents, you want to stay away from them. All of this other stuff that you said, none of that matters.
2: That wasn't a predator blueprint. That wasn't a predator blueprint. Because one of the things that I was doing, and like I said, you know, we will see in the future, will this have a deep impact? And that's a good point that you made about impact. Because Disruptive Mail had a serious impact. And I want to duplicate that with this new channel but I want to separate myself from the other content creators. Are you guys hearing this guy right think, now? You think, you know, once again, you think that's bad and that's your opinion. I'm not going to have any truck with that. But once again, I have built, because uh, the disruptive Mail was doing really well. And then I And he's just yelling, promoting the channel right now. He just, a just keeps promoting hate. the channel. And then I realized that I had built the channel incorrectly. And what I mean by that is, and this is something that both of you can, you probably will find out if you don't already know it. How you build your channel is how you draw your audience. And
3: I had built We don't channel care about world. the channel. I'm talking about exactly. the what information the that you put out. Really Why nigga? would you tell somebody if they have good parents and stay away from them? Hmm.
2: One of the chicks I was dealing with was what's it called an emancipated teen. And she made her own decisions. What I was saying was if you're dealing with someone who's still very childlike in the mind, you probably don't want to mess with them because like, I don't know if you got what I sent you and you know, if you didn't, I'm not gonna worry about it. But one of the things that I did get it, I just, it
1: it was very long. So I didn't get a chance to read it. Yeah. A,
2: A girl in high school sent me that. And
1: one of the big things
2: that happened in that video was the lack of assignment of culpability to people for making decisions and once again i know y'all are gonna disagree with me and i'm gonna say it anyway all 16 17 and 18 year olds are not the same there are some that are very childish released really still immature and there are some who are damn near predators and one oh of the my god children are-
0: oh my lord We gotta rewind that and see what the hell this guy just said. Hold on, hold on. One
1: of the things that I
0: did get it. I just people...
1: it, it was very long, so I didn't get a chance yeah, to read it. Either. Yeah, uh,
2: a girl in high school sent me that, and one of the big things that happened in that video was the lack of assignment of culpability. To people for making decisions and once again i know y'all gonna disagree with me and i'm gonna say it anyway all 16 17 and 18 year olds are not the same there are some that are very childish really still immature and there are some who are damn near predators one of the things
3: children are predators
2: yes some of them are
3: but you said that you wouldn't consider your behavior or r kelly's behavior predator behavior well, if you look at the title
2: of the video, I could have been a predator. No, I looked at no, what you, you
3: said. You about said about that you something. would not consider a predator.
2: I'm, I'm talking. I this guy could have been a predator, and I will give you the, like, yeah, I had girls in high school sending me dirty, explicit pictures, all this other stuff, and I would just delete them.
1: Oh, I could have easily,
2: word. I could have easily been a predator Let's if say, that was this? my orientation
1: let's talk about this for a second because you mentioned that there was this guy. Uh, 15 in your first video you mentioned that and you, and you changed it in the second video so we're, we're, I'm gonna get there but in the first video you said that there was a 15 year old you said uh, quote we were just talking and stuff I just talked to her she'd send me a dirty pictures she was running you know a hundred miles an hour right then yes. in the second video you said well because now I think we can all agree that's a crime in Georgia, guys. That that's actually a crime. well. I
2: actually never met her. I never met her. I never chat. I mean, we talked because yeah. I didn't know she was 15 until a little later, and that was one of the issues. Yeah. So
1: what, we what, talked. Well, let me just jump in. What I'm telling you is. If you're talking and getting nudes from a 15 year old,
0: absolutely, that
1: is a crime in Georgia. That's sexual exploitation. 100 percent,
0: 100 percent. Yes, it is.
1: It's a felony grade crime, and it goes from five to uh, five to 20, right? Five Mm -hmm. years to 20 years. And once I found
2: out she was 15, I stopped talking to her and I deleted the pictures.
1: Gotcha. All right, but still, even if you don't know, I know. I know. A lot of men
2: have gotten caught up because they were talking to a girl they didn't know how she was and the law don't care the law doesn't care and i was like you're 15 she says but i'll be 16 i think in may and i was like that doesn't matter you're 15 now i can't keep talking to you what are you doing
0: talking now what uh hold on what the hell are you doing talking to a 15 year old anyway why are you? Uh, what conversation can you have with somebody that's 15? What is going on? This guy's a millionaire. He's in his 50s. He's talking about this live on YouTube. Is that who in the world is defending this man and saying that this is okay? No way, no how, I do not support this Glendon Cameron mentality, whatever he has going on, no way, no how. People like this need to be called out and I'm thankful that Anton is staying on his horse and the lead attorney is questioning him and trying to moderate. But. No man in his right mind, no person in their right mind can support this type of behavior from this guy. This guy is definitely exhibiting predatory behavior 100% and he's doing it live on YouTube. What the heck are we talking about here? He called 15 and 16 and 17 year olds that they could be predators. He fit make that make sense we're going to continue with it because it gets believe believe me or not guys it gets worse from here
1: now i'm confused because you're saying well when you found out she was 15 then you deleted the pictures and you stopped talking to her but you said in the second video that she actually wasn't 15. you said that she was 16 and you just lowered the number to make it more polarizing
2: well, I lowered the numbers of the girls and her mother and not that one because there, there, there was many there were many, many girls. So not that one in what? particular. but in the hell? this happened all of the time. I would be talking to a girl and I would find out how old she was, and I was like, okay, and it was a policy. I would just go ahead, block their email, delete their pictures and keep it moving.
1: This happened right. a lot, a lot. So, the 15-year-old the that you talked about in the first video, she actually was 15, but when you found out she was 15, then you stopped talking to her and deleted the videos? Well, I didn't have videos, just pictures. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're exactly right. Deleted the pictures? Yes. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about that, Anton?
3: I think it's nasty. It's so 100%. Nasty, man. That. And I think yeah, maybe I it's, going on you know, with un- this guy. The, the, the ironic thing that I'm trying to figure out because I say this regularly I say, I need to be the man that I would want my daughter to marry, right? I'm a reflection of the thing that I would want my daughter to marry. And mm-hmm. I've heard Glendon admittedly say that he has a daughter. And so I'm so confused because, TLA, one of the things that you said in this show was that. You know, one of your blind spots or handicaps, so to speak, figuratively speaking, was that you don't have kids, right? So you don't understand what it means to truly love and be passionate about the well. You know, sons are different; they rough and tumble. You want them to go through stuff or whatever, so on and so forth. I had a, a young man that I almost adopted that was my nephew that lived with me, and I wanted to push him. I wanted to go through stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But daughters, out of your own that's yours and then you can sit here and and justify the idea that you you was sitting there in grave detail talking about it ain't nothing like going with a young girl and she's 17 Mm. and i did her about 15 times and even after she told me she was 17 i kept doing it to her but you was a lot more graphic and all of this stuff you have a daughter bro that don't bother you Like, even outside of the law, outside of what was because slavery was once legal. They don't mean that it was right. We're talking about morals and ethics and character. That don't bother
2: you, bro. Honestly, that you got a daughter. My daughter and I have a very special relationship. And she kids me. She's like, hopefully, you won't be dating someone my age. So my daughter knows who I am. She accepts that. And I accept her. And she makes her own decisions. She tells me she's a virgin. I have no other proof, so I believe it. But once again, I am not one of those men who will push and press my impressions upon my offspring. Because from my experiments, from Craigslist, I know kids will do a lot of different things. A lot of different things.
3: What? That's exactly what our role is as a father to push our impressions on our kids. We want them to be better versions of us. That's what we supposed to do. What are you talking right.
2: about? What I'm talking about is, all right, I have some friends right now. They have a 16-year-old daughter. They're good people. She is wild as hell. And it isn't because she doesn't have good parents. Ooh. It is because of who she is. And this is something that a lot of people cannot, you know, it's like, well, she had bad parents. She could have had the best parents in the world, and she just turned out to be one of those those kids. And there are many, many parents out there who have 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old children that they cannot control, they cannot instill, they can't put anything in them. And this is something a lot of people have a hard problem understanding because... Everyone reaches an age where they're just going to dig his own grave 100%. And some people reach that age earlier. Some of these kids know exactly what they're doing. They're doing,
3: they're smoking, they're having sex.
0: You
3: just said it, it, Glenn. You said they're kids. Mm -hmm. Why would you, as a grown man, be interested in somebody whose brain isn't? scientifically and you know this for a fact proven to be even developed until their 20s why would you take advantage of that as a man that not only is a grown man you have power you got resources you got cars you got all of this stuff that you know are enticing to children you call them kids out of your own mouth why would you even consider that bro why would you consider talking to a 16 year old a Mm -hmm. 17 year old Why would you be having conversations with somebody that looks like they're 15 years old? First of all,
2: when I Uh got, now there was some of them who looked like they were 15, 10 years old. I didn't even talk to them. A lot of these girls did not look their age. What the hell is this They didn't look their age. And like when I sent the lead attorney, this came from a 16 year old girl who looked like she was 20. All kids don't look the same. There are some kids who look like kids oh, they're 15, they're girls oh, they're undeveloped. You're still descri-
0: describing them him as he's disgusting. Is he just said all kids don't look the same. Oh my gosh. And the fact that he's smirking right now, if you look at the screen, he's smirking right now because he feels like he can't be touched. You see that on the screen right there? If you look there, he's smirking. He just said, all kids don't look the same. I needed to highlight this and the reason why I did this video here is because there are people amongst us who have this mentality hiding in plain sight and uh, We need to drag them out of their little burrows and show them in the light because this is not acceptable 100%. These people need to be prosecuted, charged, and uh, receive just penalty for their predatory behavior in my opinion.
3: You're in calling them kids out of your own mouth. In this you're yeah, saying they're kids. But then you oh, had wait, sex look, look, with look. them. No, I did not have sex with any children. Oh, so, I'm sorry. What? At what age do you define a girl to not be a kid anymore?
2: That's a really interesting question because there could be someone who could be 18 who could still be a kid very much childish, very much immature. There could be someone who could be 16. Like, the one who was 17 that I was messing with, she had her own place, her own car, and a job. I did not know she was
3: 17. Glendon, you literally advised guys to stay... You said you found a 17-year-old out of your own mouth, word for word. You started doing research on her on social media. You noticed in some pictures that her parents were around and that she that had was a, a different strong girl. family she okay girl. it's a different okay it's a different girl and she had a strong mess with
2: family that girl. i didn't mess but with that but you said girl. that
3: you you knew she was 17 and you did research on her and you found out that she had a strong family structure cuz she was taking parents taking pictures with her parents and that's one of the things that you decided that that prompted you to leave her alone that is predator you're hunting that is predator 100%. behavior. Bro. That is so literally either, the definition either, of leaving her alone is a predator. I mean, I want you, to but listen you listen only to her left now. her alone because she had a strong, f- strong father mother and mother in the picture.
0: She had Dude, family that was. Going you don't know jack how predators they operate. Found and that's she a very strong do. work.
1: Predators. Why don't why don't, why don't, why don't you talk to us a little bit? What, what kind of what's your definition of a predator? How do predators move? Because I will be honest, it does sound like when you when you're saying, "Hey guys," you know. The ones that, that are close to their parents, those aren't the ones you want. You know, when you say, oh, well, you know, I was doing research on this girl. or I was doing research on that girl. It does kind of, you know, to do research on a girl, it, it does sound a little bit predatorish. But you you, you you have been steadfast in saying that that's not a predator. Kind of how do you define a predator and, and what are the, how, do, how do you identify a predator's moves? I will
2: define a predator. I used to work at Scottish Right, and I have seen some of those pictures you have seen of the forcible rape. I've seen that. Uh, we had this eight-year-old girl come in who was raped by her father. To me, that is predator behavior. Rape. They don't care. And also, we work with social work. So predator if it's
1: forcible. You. You're well, kind no, no, a... no,
2: no, no, no. Let me get, let me go with it. Okay. Um, Forcible is actually worst case scenario. And when you hang out at schools, when you go to arcades, when you're looking for young girls, and this is the thing.
3: I never did that. They came to me oh that was based off of God. an ad that you put out. You right. literally put the ad out. They didn't just see you walking down the street and you just turned them down. You this took out crazy. an ad. What are you talking about? I took out several ads. Oh, my God, <laughs> that, that makes it greater.
0: Jesus. What Christ. in the. Guys. How is it possible in 2021 that this guy, Glendon Cameron, is allowed to say all of this right on YouTube and he has a smirk on his face. In this interview alone, he said that 15, 16, 17 year old women, girls could be predators. He said a 16 year old could be developed And he also said the young girls came to him and he put ads out on Craigslist with some system that he created. What are we even talking about here? And I am doing this episode in this video here because this is a public service announcement to not be quiet and stand by if you see anybody behaving this way and doing things like this in your neighborhood. You got to speak up against people like this, even if they have money, power, and resources. This is not acceptable in any form or fashion. And we'll continue with the video. Oh, All
1: right, so I'm honestly,
3: honestly, to- Glenn, 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 man to man, just listen. Do you you don't see anything that don't make sense in this conversation honestly Well nothing in this conversation is going to make sense to you because of the way that you think No I'm asking you personally I know what makes sense to me I'm asking you do you like when you go to sleep at night and you think about the video that you put out or you what forget the video the behavior that you've do you go to bed with a clear conscience like you know what everything is on the up and up everything is good none of this none of this bothers you at all whatsoever Good question.
2: I will say the person that I was 20 years ago, no, nah, it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, my and Lord. there's a more, and there will be more stuff on that channel. But one of the things is, pump the is I was having these experiences, and you know, it wasn't like that many. It wasn't like 20, 30. It wasn't that many. Um, I was in a what different in state head? of mind back then, and I was doing, as the elite attorney said, all kinds of shit. So, I never forced anyone to do anything. I never took any advantage. I never lied to anyone. I never so, took advantage, you yeah, said. is clear. I never forced myself on anyone and I gave them options to leave and they didn't leave. They were underdeveloped. So now, Glenn, you literally, wait, literally on, said. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. Jesus now, now let, Christ, let's talk about lead. this. Let's
1: talk about the second, the second. Lead,
3: I need a break, bro. Honestly. <laughs> I need let's, a break, bro.
1: Let's talk about the second uh, incident where you were talking about. You were kind of propositioned to be a bull, right? Which oh. is a huge thing in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys, of course, you know, Glendon, but a lot of the people in the chat that don't know, uh, if <laughs> you know, if you're if you're a black guy and you're six foot, you could absolutely be hunted in Atlanta. And, you know, some nice white woman, 44 years old, will come up to you and say, hey, you know, do you want to come over and uh, get in the hot tub? And, you know, she's there with her husband, so you think it's all good. Go over to their house and see what happens, right? It will be a whole
0: community
2: of that. There's Exactly.
1: Exactly. There's a whole community of poly in Atlanta, whole Mm -hmm. community of swingers. And Atlanta is for real, right? And so you talked about this one and listen, you know, it seems like it, between the consenting adults, there's no problem with it. Everybody go to town in Atlanta. Fine. Uh, you mentioned between consenting one incident adults. where uh, you you were interacting with a mother who had a 16 and 17 year old and uh, the mother was sending you photos of the 16 and 17 year old. And so you went over there, um, which OK, so you went over there and, and basically, um, you know, the mother pulled out your, your penis and, and started sucking it, and oh, then had the daughters suck it. And, you know, a lot of people were like, damn, because even though the 16 and the 17 year old are over 15, right? It, I mean, that's I mean, it's still it's still a crime. Both you and the mother are are committing crimes in that in that instance because the children are under 18 and um, not they're not as harsh as the child exploitation crimes. Uh, But, you know, they're still children under the law. They're called minor children. And now you kind of clarified this and you changed it in the second video. But we're going to talk about that. But in the first video, when you were saying that, you know, you guys were all having sex in the same room. You know what hit me is number one: the mother needs to be in jail first of all. For I can't imagine a mother taking your penis out of her mouth and then putting into to her sixteen-year-old daughter's mouth. That's outrageous. And I've represented children who had some shitty mothers, and that is a shitty mother. Number Hundred percent. Um, if she has sexual fantasies and pleasures, that's fine. She does not need to. Uh, involve her kids number two all the guys were like where in the hell is the father right absolutely i see so much where women are just given they are just given primary physical custody of these kids and the fathers only get to see their kids every other weekend and i'm again as anton said as blind guy his wife their life said i'm not a father but i cannot imagine if I fought to get 50-50 custody and that judge denied me and said, No, this is the mother. And then that mother has my 16-year-old and 17-year-old sucking random dick. Oh, I don't I I, I mean as a non-father, I can't imagine. Yeah, it, right? father might go and take a penitentiary chance and just about saying how the 16 and 17 year old were virgins and how the 16-year-old was saying that it hurt. Like, it hurt, and the mom was like, oh, you know, we're going to open up that pussy. Cra- a crazy story. Now, in the, crazy video, story. in the second video, I haven't heard this fair, story yet. In the second video, you said, well, actually, they weren't 16 and 17, both of which are crimes, right? And not only for you, but also for the mom. So he but redacted it and changed it. But they were 18 it. and 19, which takes them out of the minor child category, so now it's all it's all game, Right. But, you know, I want to ask you as a man, because I, I typically review celebrities who make really risky decisions, sometimes bad decisions, to be a man of your stature and to have so much to go to a random house where you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't know if anybody's waiting in the closet for you. You don't know if these white women are going to scream rape. Right. You know, how is it that that a man of your stature can can, can participate in such risky behavior? Well, first of all,
2: that's not something I would do today. So I do get your point. That don't make it no better. 20 years ago, it was a different time. Um, Now that I think about it, nothing ever happened for me doing these escapades. Nothing ever happened. But thinking about it, it could have because I did this. I would show up at their house and and things went well for me, but they could have been bad. Um, I feel like I have a this guardian an angel. This is insane, guys. I did a lot of stuff. Like, 20 years ago, I was a different person than I am today. And, like, today I have so much to lose. I would never do anything like that. I wouldn't. And, you know, it's it's, it's changed because, you know, I'm not going to get into it on this show, but there's a lot more that went down. Way more. And, oh you know, folks Lord. who were watching the Disruptive Mail know about some of these things. So, I feel that as I got older cuz uh there was some other stuff that happened that kind of changed my behavior. I didn't get in
1: trouble or nothing it's just um I will share this. And Were this these is negative a, things because it might help to share because no I want to share. Okay it because we, we have a we have a lot of twenty-five-year-old, twenty-seven-year-old black men in the chat. Some of which really, some of whom really follow you, and they're they're looking they're looking at me, they're looking at you, they're looking at Anton for guidance because a lot of these young men, you know, didn't grow up with fathers in the home. They don't. Need so to- it's helpful right, to talk me- about some of the negative things that have helped.
0: Let me just pause it right here. You can listen to Anton you can listen to the lead attorney. And you could take Glendon Cameron as an example of how not to behave with women, any young men who are seeking advice and seeking counsel do not engage in the behavior that Glendon Cameron is putting down when it comes to interacting with women because it will put you underneath the jail. I can't even believe some of the stories that I'm hearing that he's talking about and what he did, even if it was 20 years ago, that don't make it no better. You were an adult and you know, you were interacting with children, literally children. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now, live on YouTube. Guys, we got to do better than this we got to do better than this. And we got to call out anytime we see something like this. In the public light, this does not stand it has never been something that's acceptable in any form or fashion and it will not stand here today. Not ever as long as I'm around, I'm going to speak up when I see crazy people abusing others abusing innocent children. Right here in the 21st century. What are we even talking about here?
1: Shape the man that you say you are now, right? And not just give him all the the crazy stories, but also some
2: of the rest. This this is one. I'm going to bring it on the channel the other night. But one married woman I was messing with, her husband went through her phone. He got my address and he showed up in his house with a gun. Mm. He wanted to shoot me. And I invited him in and I poured him a drink and we sit down to discuss his wife. Craziest thing that ever happened. And that didn't actually stop me. It just kind of, because, you know, he, he left, he didn't shoot me. But now looking back, I was like, that was crazy as hell. Like, once again, I was such a different person 20 years ago. Such were you a on drugs
1: person. back then? Or how is it? Like, what, how old were you nope. back then? It 20 just years ago, I was,
2: I was 34.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: He was 34 this whole time when he's doing this stuff
0: with these younger people.
2: It was just—you mentioned the swingers, and I was part of that lifestyle, and that's a very compelling. It sucks you in, and I actually had to take a year off where I just didn't have sex, didn't engage with anyone to calm down because I felt that I was getting out of control. So that's one of the things that happened. Um, and this, this may sound really dark, but I had one of these chicks fall in love with me and she got hurt really, really bad. And that's one of the things that got me to thinking about changing my ways. So, how old was she? 42. How did she get hurt? Same thing. Ads. I mean, guys, if I could just, man. He's like right. smirking
0: and grinning about this. I had this. every man's
2: dream. The to ability to, to I had some ads. Like, this is direct response marketing. I had ads that performed really well, and I weeded out the ads that didn't perform well. This so dude is disgusting. I would run ads every day. It took me about 15 minutes, and I would have 20 to 30 women respond to these ads every night. And then I would go through. It's like, no, I like her, I like her. And this was my life for 10 years. And it got oh, very man. addictive. It got very self-indulgent. That's every
3: man's dream? Yeah,
2: that's Every man except Anton Daniels. Yeah.
3: I mean, nope, like... Not mine I don't either. think every man runs ads in order to be able to reach out and get women. Nope.
2: nope. Well, no, I would say... I would agree with you that, because... Don't need to do I it. I know that you don't appreciate it, because when running ads to sell physical merchandise and running ads to get women, they're roughly the same, so it's a skill set. But every man's Uh, dream, most heterosexual men want to have a lot of unlimited sex with no restraints, no requirements. That's most men's dream. There are some men who meet a one woman, get married, have a beautiful relationship. That's a beautiful thing. But the average dude wants to have as much sex as possible. That much I'm sure of.
3: Glenda, can I ask you a question? I'm genuinely curious. I'm genuinely curious because it seems as though... Looking at your videos and going through your very, very, very detailed sexual experiences with these teenagers, so to speak. Right. It seems as though you base your moral compass as far as how young a girl should be. And you admittedly said that the only difference between you and R. Kelly is you didn't have other people going out to get the girls for you. That's word for oh, word. Exactly what you said. The only difference between you and R. Kelly is. Is that you didn't have he didn't have you didn't have girls going on with him and you said that you wasn't as big as r kelly that's a right but b you justify the behavior by saying that it's legal or you felt that it was legal or whatever right that the minimum age in which you can have sex with a girl is 16 right do you base your decisions as to who it is because you said you like young girls who it is that you want to have sex with based off of what the law says and not necessarily based off of your own your own decisions as to how old or how young they should be
2: all right once again this video was an experiment let me say that again here he goes with
0: the experiment bullshit again the
2: video was titled i could have been like r kelly i could have been a predator i mean could have if I had true R. Kelly energy, there would be about 500 teenage girls fucked at the moment. Oh, And I didn't Lord. do it because I like girls with titties. I like ass. And a lot of these girls, they were young and they were undeveloped and they didn't appeal to me. So
0: oh once again, because I work goodness, at Scottish Goodness, this guy's digging himself I know such a hole.
2: That a lot oh, of. What's Scott right. Scottish Ride? Scottish is a children's hospital. It's a hospital down here. And we have social workers. And we would have children come in who were raped molested and all this other stuff and paleophiles don't change behavior they are who they are and i never actually dove into like like this one girl she must have been she said she was 16 but she must have been like 10 years old and i'm just like why are you on here 10 years old you should be playing with dolls and stuff so I did not base my acceptance on age. I based my acceptance on, was she hot? Did she look a certain way? And most of these high school girls were not hot. They didn't look a certain way. They had braces and all this other stuff. So typically, I would say the medium age for the women that I engaged off Craigslist was about 28 to 32 that's where the bulk of them were so i wasn't like hunting down children and like,
0: 100 you know, percent tam but he told you who he in is in that video
2: it was an experiment and we will see how it goes because a lot of people got outraged i have people leaving comments on all of my channels and it, it, it's just wow you didn't glendon.
3: answer the question glendon i said do you determine how young the girl is as far as what i did ask
2: your question is? i said age has nothing to do with it I don't go after girls who are
1: young, but you. Say, wait, that contradicts wait, wait, everything he's just said in this hold on, hold on, conversation. Wait, wait, come on now. You you said you just said that you don't go after come girls on, who are young, but I don't go
2: after teenagers. Let's put it that way. I do like young women, 28 to about 35. Yes, I do. Guilty.
3: You literally described in detail how you love young girls. You love, you love Word for word, I love young pussy. Once again, uh, once again, on, that wait. video was an experiment. How turkey, 17-year-old girl's tits were. You described in detail. Yes, in I did. In the video, that was
2: like an experiment. How
3: awesome it was. And then when you found out her age and you found out she was still 17 and she wasn't 18 yet, you kept going. You sp- admittedly said, I love young girls word for word. Oh my God. That's what you said.
1: Was it a lie? Cause you, if it is, then you told it. And to be clear, you did say that the vid, the, the video was an experiment but you also said in that experiment everything was true except for the future, ages. the ages that you changed. But you but you didn't say you know when I said I love young girls or I love young pussy or that whatever you didn't no, say that.
2: I actually, I do like young women. You know, twenty eight to thirty. This dude is contr- years contradicting himself like left and right. Like Goodness gracious! One of the things is you can't really talk to a teenager. You know, they don't have no life experience. But you were Here's talking to teenagers. You
1: described R. Kelly's appetite. And, you know, I thank you for this because you said in that video, you said uh, the normal man does not have that appetite. Me too. And I think that's something that a lot of women need to hear, right? This is not, we're not going to cast, you know, what's going on in the kink community to all men, right? No, no. But, what R. But, Kelly did, but, most wait, wait, wait. men can't get with that. Right. But what you did say is that you kind of have that appetite. And you said, and this is a quote, there is something special about fucking a young girl that doesn't have a lot of miles on her. Now, you know, and this is not a shot at any 28-year-olds. 28-year-olds in Atlanta got a lot of miles on her, right? That's, <laughs> that's not a shot. It's not a shot, but it's true. It's true. This so let's crazy, be honest, you know, Lyndon, when you I, I will. Me.
2: I will share some with you. I will okay. share some with you. I managed to meet four millionaires through these ads and I managed to meet many women who were 20 something to 30 something that didn't have a lot of miles on them because you know, it it, it was crazy because uh, I was like, you're 32 and you've only been with three men. You know, it is crazy. So during these, these exploits, if you will, I learned a whole bunch about women. And that's one of the reasons I feel that the male, disrupted male channel was so. Here he goes
0: plugging this damn channel. It was so. This guy is a piece of crap, guys. And once again, I deleted those channels,
2: but I didn't put them up. But I never talked about this stuff. And, you know, once again, it's just an experiment. We will see how bad it goes. Because, like I said, part of it is it didn't go as big as I thought it would. Which, people are alleging that you, know, you are you a experiments. And child predator and he keeps talking about career. an I experiment content just to see how people react. And this is again, strange. Um, we will see because. Uh, I also have my own platform, um, the Disruptive and there is none of this oh, stuff God. on this training platform, none of this stuff. So this is the first time in 12 years I even talked about it which if it was a habit or a pattern, I think it would have came out long before now.
1: Let me ask you, you know, you said that this, this experiment didn't didn't go as well as planned. So what would you have changed in your first video to make it go as well as planned? You know, I don't know. I haven't thought about that
2: because one of the things I'm going to do is not do content like that anymore. And I'm going to because one of the things I learned is that when you tell a story, you got to tell the story the correct way. And I I did a poor job of telling that story because I didn't talk about this was 20 years ago. I didn't I didn't talk about none of that stuff. So that's one of the things I learned. I probably will not repeat this experiment. Uh, There's just no point because it it did what it did. And I will just try some other experiments. What? What? So I would not redo this when
0: there's people. He has 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, guys. 100,000.
3: You don't think that you being a platform, having a, a large voice and a platform and a content creator, that you need to be more responsible for how you affect other people, negative or positive?
2: I do feel overall that I have a very positive impact on people. And every now and then, I will take a risk. And this was a risk. So overall, the majority of the content I put out is helpful, useful, and mundane. So this is one of the reasons that much to a lot of people's um, irritation that so many people rock with me, because I've literally helped thousands of people start businesses. And, you yeah, know, but
3: but you know, character without morals or principles, money money doesn't make you a better person. It just makes you what
2: you 100%, already are. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah, Intel. money's
2: an amplifier. I agree hundred percent with that. And um, once again, I've done crazy. Uh, I've done crazier stuff than this, and this is what's wow. This is just the first one oh to hit like this. Gosh. I've done crazier stuff than this. Not what? with little girls, but just business and videos
3: and content. So, is it fair to say this is probably just the tip of the iceberg, though, Glennon? Like, for example, like, like you admitted to sleeping with the 17 year old and all of this other type of stuff. I'm assuming that you've slept with more than just that one 17 year old, right?
2: No, it is not the tip of the iceberg. Uh, typically, yeah, this those dude's were, gonna be a lawyer. 100%. I don't say exceptions because. Most of the high school girls were young and immature and they had no appeal to me. So, like I said, the majority might of the women be right, that Sandy. I had these He's using between this is the
0: advertising between 28 and 32.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that that was, that was the only high school girl that you ever slept with, though, Glendon. I mean, if we're going to keep it 100, then keep it 100. We can
2: keep it 100. we're we here now. That Actually, I think that is. Because the two girls with the mother were in college. So, Glenn, yeah. you
3: went into grave detail. You have a really good memory. You went through. Well, no, I,
2: no, 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 no.
3: So now you're trying to backtrack. Oh, try you, you know it. what? I don't know.
2: No, but no, I no, think no. no. I'm a great storyteller. I'm a great storyteller. Oh, my Lord. Because when you can tell a story that moves people the way that this did, and it wasn't true, I'm a great storyteller. And I need to get back to telling more stories. This guy is a because you're 100%
3: no, no, no. I'm honest. I'm, I'm just, I'm. He's an elite asshole. I'm genuinely looking for clarity because I feel like I'm being bamboozled. Right? Are you telling me the 17 year old is the only high school girl you've ever slept with in your entire life as an adult?
0: Yes. This dude's capping. But once again,
2: I'm a great storyteller because, first of all, a lot of the stuff in that was embellished a little bit. Why would you embellish that? What I did was marry some real experiences with some embellishment. And I'm just sitting here like, I realized that I could tell a totally fictitious story and it'd be believed.
3: Oh, my God. You said everything in there was true, though, Glennon. You said everything that you said it was was true,
2: true. but the ages were not true. Oh my god! But the
3: seventeen-year-old age was true.
2: Yes, I did not know the fifteen and the
3: fifteen-year-old age was true. The
2: one I didn't mess with, the one that that you got pictures, bro.
1: That was true.
2: Yeah, and once I found out she was fifteen, I deleted the pictures and I stopped talking to her. Look, I'm in Georgia. And
1: what the hell did I got to do
0: anything? I
2: know that just talking to some of these girls could get put me in jail. This I knew. And that's once I found out how old they was, I just stopped talking and deleted the pictures and removed them from my computer and kept it moving. There are many people who say I'm a pedophile, which is kind of interesting because if they knew the true definition of pedophile, pedophiles don't change.
3: They don't date over the women. But you do identify with R. Kelly, and you said that the only difference between you and him was that he had people go out and get his girls for him.
2: Once again, that was part of the embellishment of the video. Oh, my gosh. But then you said that everything in the video is true,
3: except for the other girls' ages.
2: R. Kelly is beyond kinky. And I will say I have some of that energy because some of the things I participated in, I'm not going to get into it here. Was just kind of wild. It was kinda wild. And R. Kelly was doing the wildest things. But what does the have police need? Passion that R. Kelly had for young girls. I didn't have that.
3: So you're saying that you was lying in the video?
2: I just told you I embellished. If you want to use lie, embellish. I lied about their ages. And I added more character and effect. And this is something else that you guys don't know about me. I used to be a writer. And I've written some crazy stories,
1: so I'm going to get back to more storytelling. He's using this as an. I, I guess, and you know, as a new as a new content creator, or a relatively new content creator, especially as compared to you guys. Um, how is it that you can make videos where you say that you embellish, and then you turn around and make another video and expect people to believe what you're saying in the next video? Well, this is one of the things, because this is something I don't do
2: all of the time. This is actually the first time I've done this. And um, one of the things that I've learned is, and you guys have learned this too, that people on YouTube have very short memories. You could do one thing one month and next month do something totally different. And most people will just go with it. So I don't... um I don't do this often. Like I said, this is the first time I've ever done this, and we will see what the
1: results are in six months. But if you had it all over to do again, knowing how this turned out, would you run this same experiment? Probably not.
0: Why Probably not? the only smart thing he said this entire time.
2: Well, one of the things is... Let me think about that. I, I consider the failed experiment. I consider the failed experiment. So knowing what I know now, I would not
1: repeat
0: this experiment. Oh my gosh. Well, it didn't do what that, I wanted to do.
1: That's what I guess I'm asking though. Like, how would you change it to make it do what you wanted it to do? Would you make it more polarizing? I would not do it
2: all over again. I wouldn't make it polarizing. I just because one of the things I learned. When you run no, but you,
1: not, not that you would do it again, just, you know, hypothetically for this video to do what you wanted it to do, what would you change? Not that you're going to do it again, but just hypothetically, what would you change in that first video to make it do what you wanted it to do? I wouldn't even consider redoing the video,
2: even from a hypothetical standpoint, because once I get real data, and I have real data to look at. This that's guy how I make is a, a So I quack. wouldn't even hypothetically consider redoing this video.
3: Do you have anybody in your inner circle? I got a lot of people around me, including my wife, that always hold me accountable. When she see me going off the deep, in, deep end or something, she like, hold on that time. Let's think about this for a second. Do you have anybody close to
0: you that you yes. rely on
3: as a part got, of your network? I and some, they say, I, Yo, Glenn, and I don't know if that's a good
0: idea. I agree, I Kelly have, Jonas, and that's why I'm speaking up about this. If you would call that. But
2: I don't typically run my business moves across or in front of my council. So, you know, I've had a few friends
3: who oh, no, no no. I'm not talking about business. I'm talking about the decisions that you make in your everyday life. I don't care about the business aspect of it. We both successful. We both come from cut from different cloths, clearly. I'll give you that part, right? But as far as how we move in our everyday life. You don't have nobody that you glean from or you keep close to you. And it's like, you know what? Hold on, Linda, man. Maybe that's wrong or maybe that's right. You don't have nobody next to you that that holds you accountable?
0: Obviously not.
2: My everyday life is pretty damn boring. So I've got some people I talk to, but I don't typically run my YouTube decision makings uh, across other people so for youtube and business no not
3: youtube i consider youtube business i'm talking about like just life outside of the camera what do you you what do you what do you base your morals and your characters and your like your character and your ethics off of if you have nothing to compare it to, how do you determine whether or not you're right or wrong? or you making a right or wrong decisions?
2: It's Once again, question. I'm a risk taker. I will um, take some risk and, you know, just deal with the consequences. But typically. From a morality standpoint, I don't really do a lot that's immoral, if anything, I live a pretty boring life at the moment.
1: I'm done too.
3: You know what I think.
1: Well, let's do this, and I want to thank you guys for giving me all of this this time. If I had to pay for this time, this would have been thousands of dollars. So I really appreciate you guys coming on. Let me get uh, your closing thoughts, uh, Anton, and then I'll I'll give the last word to uh, to Glendon.
3: Um, my closing thoughts is that Glendon is absolutely the. Um, What would I say? The poster child, the poster child of what you don't want to become when you become rich,
1: mm-hmm.
3: when you get money, when you get resources, it does not make you a better person. And I think that for far too long, the good people, the very, very good people have stood back and remained silent when it can't when it comes to. Those that do things that are morally bankrupt and, mm-hmm. and, and go about doing things and they think that money is the thing that validate them or numbers or subscribers or visibility or whatever. And they can run any kind of experiment with no kind of accountability of how they affect another people. I think that with more power comes more responsibility and that for far too long, good people are being too quiet. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so vocal. When it comes to making sure that you align with people of good character, when I live my life like an open book, I put that on a platform because I want people to see an example of what it is that you can do when you do things the right way. You ain't got to cut no corners. You ain't got to do nobody wrong. You ain't got to take advantage of nobody. You don't have to sleep with people that's underage or, or mm. in my personal opinion, not as, it, not as it relates to the eyes of the law, right, but as it relates to just doing the right thing when nobody else is looking. And I think that Glendon is so confident and he's been getting away with doing what he want to do for so long. And he's so brazen and how he moves mm-hmm. that he feels like he's untouchable. But I'm just going to tell you, Glendon, one day, honestly, and this is just my personal opinion. One day, I don't know if it's going to be the last day you on this earth. I don't I don't know if it's going to be tomorrow. One day you are gonna have to be accountable for the things that you did on this earth. You're going to have to be accountable. You're going to have to own every little girl that you slept with. It's going to come back to you. And I just pray. I pray. Honestly, I came, I fell on my knees. I told my followers this morning, I said, I prayed for you. I genuinely petitioned God on your behalf. And I said, show this man himself. Help him to understand how he can do things differently in some way, shape or form. Bless him to use this platform to actually pour into this work pour into this world instead of leaving it worse as a result of him being here. Man, you got to do better. you got to do better. We we have a platform and that comes with more responsibility. People look up to you. They love you. They support you. They rock with you. And I truly believe that you can do the right thing. But as of right now, if you continue on the path that you're doing, is just leading to more destruction of more people and you gonna have to account for that one day mm-hmm. that's just my that's it that's all i got bro
1: okay thank you so much anton really appreciate it
0: and, and i'm gonna give i'm gonna give my closing thoughts on the situation as well that was well put uh by anton there and um i couldn't have said it better literally If we don't speak up when we see people behaving in a way like Glendon Cameron showed through that interview and his actions and what he um, admitted that he engaged in, then I would myself be being a hypocrite. I'm gonna call things out like that when I see it. And um, I think more so than anything, it is very important for black men to speak up when we see other black men behaving in that manner or any men or any person for that matter. Because if we don't do that, we become part of the problem. I think this has been an important conversation. I think there is a lot to be learned through what Glendon Cameron And what his mentality says about some people that are out here, protect your family, protect your daughters, make sure that you're raising them to have um, values, and to be able to to discern and to be able to um, adhere to that background and that um, what they've learned growing up. And hopefully they could discern and be able to evade predators like this. And that's not to blame the victims in any way. Um, If you're a victim of something like this, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I'm sorry that you had to encounter somebody like this. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to mitigate risk. And we're trying to make sure that we provide the foundation in the lives of people to make sure that when they do come around somebody like this, they can spot it quickly and and, um, get away without being harmed. Hopefully that's what we can hope. So uh, yeah, this has been a heavy episode. And uh, all of my content isn't like this. But I thought this was an important conversation to have. I appreciate you guys for sticking around and for listening. And um, if you haven't done so already, please like the video for the YouTube algorithm. So other people can get this information and figure out what's going on here. If this helps one person, then It got what I intended to get across with in this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Hit that notification bell as well to make sure that you get notification anytime I drop some content. And like I say, every time, love somebody, hug somebody, do something good for someone not expecting anything in return. And this has been another episode of the carriage use podcast. I will speak to you guys next week, Tuesday. Be well and take care of yourselves and stay safe peace.